Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working, and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality, and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Welcome to the show. This is episode 188. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, brand and communication strategist, also known as the podcasting queen. According to my guest today, your results are a product of your beliefs and your actions. And when your life is in alignment with your passion, your purpose and your talents, something amazing has to happen. Well, joining me today is Miyoko Taylor. He's an author, entrepreneur and personal development coach. He helps people find their amazing by showing them how to take charge, discover their passion and create the life they truly desire. And on today's show, he's going to share the quickest way to increase your happiness and your income, a great tip on how, what to do when you lack the motivation when pursuing your goals and the number one reason why most people fail before they even get started pursuing their goals. So all of that coming up on today's show. So welcome, Miyoko. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited. (laughs) Yes. Look, some of the things that you're going to be sharing today as ambitious entrepreneurs, we can all relate to lack of motivation, procrastination, and before we know it, hours and hours and sometimes days and weeks have gone by. So really looking forward for you to share your insights on today's show. So let's talk about how can we increase our happiness and our income? You've got a really quick way that you want to share with us. Let me share one of the things that I actually do. Um, we can do this right off the bat. Um, and this also goes in line with uh, lack of motivation because when we're in our entrepreneurial pursuits, uh, we're not always motivated. Contrary to what you see on personal development videos and uh, motivational speeches, we are not always motivated. There is going to be a period where you may feel like you hit rock bottom or you just don't have that extra, feel like having that extra effort due to lack of motivation. Mm-hmm. So, you need three things. You need a mason jar, uh, you need a Sharpie or something to write with, and you need a post-it note. So what you want to do is when you have your goal, your worthwhile goal, whatever it is you're trying to achieve, you want to write that down. And you put that in a st- sticky note, you fold it up, and then you put it in your mason jar. Now, every little micro goal that you accomplish, I don't care no matter how small it is, no matter how big it is, you write it down on these sticky notes and you actually put it in there, put it in the mason jar. Now, through the course of time, you actually do this for, for a little while. And once you hit that day of a lack of motivation, what you want to do is you go back to your mason jar. You want to pour out the jar and you want to look at each individual accomplishment that you've made. 
And what that does is it programs your brain to start focusing on the things that you accomplish as opposed to your present situation. And what it also does is it shows you that you are making progress. You know, that it's just a day. It may have been one of the worst days you've ever had, but tomorrow's different. You may have the best day that you've ever had. Um, and that's just how it is as, as a life of an entrepreneur or in mm-hmm. business period. You're going to have some amazing days, but there are going to be some days where it's just like you may feel like giving up. If every entrepreneur that's honest with themselves will say that there's a day where they felt like giving up or days. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How that's often? Just part of the process. Oh, it is, isn't it? And I love that. Uh, I love that strategy. I love it. And how often do we beat ourselves up? Because for many of us, particularly ambitious entrepreneurs, we set our goals and our uh, and our intentions so high. Yet we often forget to take a step back and look at how far we've come, what we've learned, how we've developed, how we've grown. So this is a really great way to be able to, as you're seeing, the post-it notes just be added to the mason jar in itself, I think should be incredibly encouraging, yes? Absolutely. What it does is you're you're not realizing you're creating a a habit. You're you're going back and you're tapping into your accomplishments and your progress whenever you feel down or wherever you feel like you're having this lack of motivation. And through the course of time, what it does, because I've been doing this for a very long time, you, sometimes you don't even have to go to that mason jar. You already have so many different accomplishments to tap into when you're feeling like that. So it kind of combats that lack of motivation or you know the lack of uh, fulfillment that you mm. may be experiencing when you're on that road to accomplishing your goals. Because I don't care how successful you become, you are always going to have a period of adversity where um, you may not feel as motivated or you may say to yourself, you know, what's happening? Why am I not? where I want to be at this particular point in time. And it's nothing, has nothing to do with you at that time. It is part of the process. And I can never tell people this enough. You cannot have success without failure. Mm-hmm. Speak a little bit more about that. The reason why is for so many entrepreneurs that I speak to, the word failure or even being in a situation where they've set a goal, they've worked really hard and they just haven't achieved it. To them, it, it really feels like they're not worthy. They can't achieve their goals. Let's talk a little bit about the topic of failure. Failure is a very interesting topic. Because a lot of people have a fear of failure. I used to be someone that really, really felt that way at one point or another. Mm. But here's the interesting thing. If you go back, you know, let's take it back to when we were children. You know, we're born and we can't walk yet. And, you know, we start to crawl, roll on our stomachs, get around the house the best way we can. And then all of a sudden we try to use our legs and then we fall. We stumble. We cry. Um, until our legs get a little stronger. We don't give up. We keep doing that. The next thing you know, we're standing a little bit, we're wobbling, and we fall again. We laugh a little bit because now as a child, you're saying, hey, this is pretty different. This is a development here because now I'm standing. Next thing you know, mom and dad is clapping their hands because now you're staggering around, walking a little bit. Uh, Make a long story short, Mm -hmm. now you're walking all around the house, you're running. And I say that to say this, I don't know what happens to us we lose that youthful like nature along the line. I don't know why this happens. And um, if I had to take a guess, an educated guess, it would be because when we're growing up, our upbringings, we're always taught, you know, don't cross the street, don't speak to strangers. These things are taught to us as defense mechanisms when we're children and they're needful Mm. because there are some crazy people in the world. 
But the problem is, is we latch onto these things as we get older. And that same mindset prevents us from taking risks, from seizing certain opportunities, um, for really launching out and getting out of your comfort zone. And some of the most successful people's that successful people that you see today, they still have that childlike characteristic mm -hmm. where they're creative, they take chances, they take risks, educated risks, and they launch themselves into certain levels of success that many people struggle with because they don't want to get out of their comfort zone. Yeah. Something else, Miyoko, and this is what I have found to be true for myself as well when I look back over my entrepreneurial journey, and I've been in this journey for some time, is when we start looking at some of these entrepreneurs and the business owners who are where we want to be, so we really long to be achieving the levels of success, and we often compare ourselves to where they are now and to where mm -hmm. we are, and we can often through that comparison and judgment think we're not good enough and, and so forth and also the unrealistic expectations of how long and what we need to do to get there when we realize how much effort and energy in the years that these people have put into building their business then we realize well hang on a minute we're only in year one or just started <laughs> you know to get where they are now and that a short amount of time would just be unrealistic yes you made a very good point. I have a book launching on April 7th called Find Your Amazing. And one of the chapters in that book deals with what success means to you. Yeah. Here's the thing, what you have to do. I've read a ton, and I literally mean a ton, of personal development books. The important thing you have to remember is that these people have their own story. It is not yours. These books are designed to encourage you and inspire you to take action. Your story is going to be different. You are a unique individual. So oftentimes the mistake we make is we compare our progress to theirs. Mm -hmm. And that sets us up for failure because I'm not going to compare myself to Richard Branson right now at this stage in my, my profession. Mm -hmm. I mean, Richard Branson has been doing it for many, many years. Um, he's a very, very wealthy. He's very passionate about what he's doing. So I can take some of the skills that he has provided in his articles and the lessons that he teaches and apply it to myself. You always want to stay authentic to who you are and not really start comparing yourself to other people. And I think that's where we get in a lot of trouble as entrepreneurs and as people in business. We start to compare ourselves to other people's progress, and that is a recipe for failure all by itself. If I could share anything of value right now to the listeners is stop comparing yourself to these people. Take the knowledge that you have learned, apply it to your situation because everybody's situation is different. There are some universal tools in business that you can use and apply to yourself that will work. They have been proven to work, but always keep the authenticity of who you really are. Your story is going to be different from Richard Branson's, from Warren Buffett's, from Tony Robbins, from all these different people that are successful now, your story is going to be completely different and you have to always remember that. Mm. Your success is going to be different from someone else's. 
Yeah, yeah. I love also hearing stories of, um, you know, really successful business owners and entrepreneurs, the insights they learned along the way, the challenges that they were confronted with, and also some of their so, you know, called failures, which really are stepping block stones and, and foundations upon which we can learn and, and grow. Because how often do you hear entrepreneurs share a story? For instance, I'll give you um, an example in the online world, you know, write a really good email, develop a really good Good product that your ideal clients want press send and sit back and watch the orders flow in so we go ahead and do that we sit back and we hear crickets and it's like what's wrong with me but really we need to build momentum sure the first email might get one or two clients and then we build and we we create and, and change the product to make it even better and then slowly we get to the point where yes we've got multiple people in, in investing so again sometimes what we assume to be true is actually not at all it takes time we need to build that momentum what what do you have to share around that I really think what you're saying is important. It's, it's, this is not an overnight situation. Mm. You're going to have trial and error, and you definitely have to be consistent. But one thing I, I do teach my clients, and I tell a lot of people when I do speaking engagements as well, is that you have to know your story. Everybody has a story. Everybody has a background, where they come from. You can have the same product. Product is amazing. But if people aren't engaged with who you really are and engaged with your story, then your results are going to plateau to a certain point. So the best thing you can do as a business person is what you're all about, you know, what type of value that you bring. And I really think this changes the scope of your business because people want to engage with somebody that's real. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to feel like they can touch you. They can relate to you. Yeah. They can identify with who you are. And I think that is really, really missing. in a lot of the, the internet marketing and, and some of these things that they have us do and, all of that stuff works, but they're forgetting the essence of what's really going to create a brand, mm. you know, create an identity and create, you know, just a, a, a an image of who you are and how you're going to reflect your product. Yeah. And I just think that's something that's really missing right now. Oh, absolutely. And I think uh, with the, the uh, what we call the new customer, and I've read some articles about it recently, but many of the customers that we are, are now uh, working with and wanting to, to support are very much aligned with their own values. So they're looking mm -hmm. at investing in people with similar values, similar likes, dislikes, those kind of things, so that they really engage with a potential supplier or person that they're going to invest in far more deeply. So as you've said, if you don't know your own story, your own values and communicating that consistently across all of your messaging, you're just not going to relate to, to your customers. If someone has only just really touched on this or heard about this for the very first time, what would be one or two things for them to consider to help them start to build, you know, get that story out of their head and into, well, onto paper and that they can then start to develop and bring out to life in all of their communications? The first thing I would tell somebody is usually when I talk to someone, I'll say, what's your story? Um, you know, where'd you grow up? What are some of the best moments of your life? What are some of the worst moments of your life? And there's, they start to talk and tell you all these different things. And I'm just picking things out of, uh, you know, different things here and there out of what they're saying. So many people have an amazing story. They just haven't really sat down with themselves and said, what are some things that I accomplished? What are some of my best moments in life? Mm. What are some of my worst moments in life that I've overcome? And once you figure those things out, 
you already have what it takes to help someone else mm -hmm. because there's so many people that have probably gone what you went through and you've overcome it. So you have a story to tell. So it may have nothing at all to do with your product, but just by creating your story and telling people who you are and how you've gotten to where you are now really makes them identify with you. Mm -hmm. We live in an amazing world right now. I mean, there's Snapchat, there's Instagram, there's Facebook Live. Now there's a live version on Instagram. There's Periscope. There's so many different outlets where you can engage with your audience now. Yeah. Um, so even, even beyond email, I know people that use email very well, very effectively. I know some people that hardly use email and they're, they use a lot of video um, because that's what they're good at and they engage with their audience. If you're someone that engages your you're well-spoken and you just have a wonderful personality, you want to use more video. That's going to help people quickly identify with you. So let's talk about the number one reason why most people fail before they even start pursuing their goals. The number one reason, drum roll, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's lack of vision. Most people don't know where they're going. That is the number one reason why people fail before they even get started. Um, I always recommend people that you want to know what your vision you want to know what your vision is and you want to know you want to have a mission because once you're able to see, taste, touch, smell your vision mentally, then you can start to put things in place because what's going to happen is we, we just talked a few minutes ago about the adversities that we face. When you have a vision and you can see your vision clearly, that's what you're working towards. So that is another thing that's going to help you along the way when the road gets a little bumpy. So you have to have a vision. You have to know where you're going. Um, mm. so I always recommend people, sometimes people know what their mission is before their vision. And some people know, see the vision before they know what their mission is. Mm -hmm. So, so having that objective, um, you know, for example, my mission is to inspire 1 million people to take control of their lives, to find their passions and to unlock the hidden potential that is within them. Mm -hmm. That's my mission. And next year, that mission may be 5 million. The year after that, maybe 10. Um, but I know what my mission is, and I, I, I have a vision of what I already see. This particular interview is part of my vision. So I say that to say you have to know where you're going. Otherwise, you're going you know, to experience a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, a lot of uncertainty, because you really haven't decided what it is you really want and what that looks like what that looks like that's the important thing and you speak in, you know about discovering our passion and being able to create the life that we really d desire for many of us too if we're not familiar with what our passion is what drives us what really motivates us what gets us up in the morning and if we don't tie that to our vision and then of course our mission we can see how we can become disillusioned when perhaps things don't turn out right or we have those days where it's like Oh, you know, what was I thinking? But when we have a vision and a mission that we really tie to and it excites us and um, has us put one step forward in front of the other, then in those moments, do you have you found that too? In those moments where you kind of think, oh, it's that vision, the mission and who you are called to serve that really gets you up, fired up and, and into action again. Oh, absolutely. I agree 100%. I tell people all the time, one of the best feelings for me in life is knowing that I've helped someone grow in some kind of way. Mm. I mean, it, it absolutely amazes me. And I've always been like that since I've, you know, since I was a kid, I was always the person that people came to for advice. Mm -hmm. um, 
really getting down to the bottom of what's bothering people and trying to fi figure out a solution. I have always been that particular type of person. And it's just, it's, it's a certain indescribable feeling that I get um, when I'm able to do that. But it, the reason why I feel this way is because I'm in alignment of what I love to do and what I'm passionate mm. about. And because of that, not only that, the next thing is my talents are in alignment with that as well. So once those three are in alignment, amazing things really start to happen. You start to see progression in areas of your life that you didn't expect. And it happens rather quickly sometimes. Sometimes still some things are a little slow coming, but then there's other things that would have taken you five years to accomplish that it may have only taken you two months. Mm -hmm. And that's just, these are just some of the things that happen when you are completely in alignment of who you are, what your talents are and what you're passionate about. Yeah. Did you always realize that you had that passion to support people and to, to help them shift and really help them find their, their amazing? Or was that something that was a slow process for you to finally have that self-awareness to say, yes, this is what I love to do? You know, it's it's funny that you say that. I, I would get little spurts of it in different periods of my life. I knew I always wanted to help people, but sometimes it was misplaced in certain areas and situations in my life. For example, um, you know, in relationships where I would feel as though I would try to help someone and um, try to help them with certain things that they struggle with and things that they're going through. And that was just a misplaced way to actually utilize my talents and my mm -hmm. skills because a relationship is a relationship. Mm -hmm. um, so it was a little misplaced you know, at, at that particular time, but I had to learn from it. And I had a friend, a really good friend of mine. And, you know, she told me, she says, you're always trying to save everybody. <laughs> you know, you can't save everybody, Miyoko. And I would hear this many, many times in my life. So I said, okay, you know what, maybe it's a little misplaced. So I went into another profession where I could actually help people. And it was, it was okay for a little bit of time, but it wasn't really what I I didn't really have the effect that I wanted it to have. I wanted to interact with people on a daily basis. I wanted to help them, nurture them, kind of pull out their passions, kind kind of let them know that I'm a human being. I'm, I'm someone that is not untouchable, not unreachable, and can help you get to where you want to be. I told myself one day, I said, you know what? I said, I'm coaching anyway. Um, so, you know what, I'm going to gonna get my certifications and do all the things that I need to do. I'm going to start coaching people. And it just came so naturally to me at that time. Mm -hmm. And to make a long story short, literally in the first two to three months, you know, I was coaching particular clients. Um, you know, I, I, I finished, uh, my, you know, my first book. I had to stop to myself and I said, why is it happening now? And then I really thought about it because you're finally in alignment with what you're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. And I, I haven't looked back ever since. I, I mean, I can honestly say I love what I'm doing. I love having interviews like this and I love helping people and it continues to spread and I'm amazed every day and I, I just love it. Yeah, I'm glad, so glad that you shared that story because how often when people are starting to do a bit of self-awareness and recognize, okay, well, what am I really passionate about? What, what are my, my talents? We don't often recognize them because they are innate. They are very much who we are and what we click into when something that 
is against our values and our abilities. In other words, if you saw someone there that was struggling, there's something inside mm -hmm. of you that clicks into action that just wants to go out there and to support that person. So for you, it was a, a progression. And so for many people who've listened to you today, hopefully through your storytelling, they'll be able to recognize if they look back over their life, that there may be some instances which start to uh, shine a light on what I call their inner brilliance, that, that thing that just comes mm -hmm. alive, that just shines when something happens that has them go, wow, I just need to speak into this, just need to, to support this. Yeah. If, if I could say anything now to, to the listeners, pay attention mm -hmm. because you may be overlooking exactly what your true talent is. Um, for example, my problem was this came so easy to me that I took it for granted. And what I mean by that is that I was always helping people and, and giving them advice. It just came so natural to me. I couldn't really fathom the fact that I could actually do this for the rest of my life mm. where you can actually make an income from it and, and take you to a lot of amazing areas and places that you only dreamed of or you can only imagine. So pay attention to the things that you feel as though eh, it's nothing. It comes natural to you because that right there is your talent. That is um, your hidden potential. That is probably something that you're passionate about. And once you unlock it, I mean, it it, it can take you places that you can't imagine. Mm. And you will enjoy yourself doing it in the process because you love to do it. Yeah. So pay attention. Really pay attention to those everyday things that people say, hey, you know what? You're the best this that I've ever seen or this has come so natural to you. How how do you do that? Pay attention to things that people start to say to you that doesn't come natural to them. Mm. That they may see they may see that are amazing because the amazing and that is in you, other people may see it. You may not see it yet. So become very self aware. What would you say would be one last insight that you'd love to share with people before we uh, share how they can get in contact with you, Miyoko? The last thing I would love to leave, and I leave this with everybody um, that I talk to, is be authentic. You know, be yourself. Don't try to be like anybody else. Don't try to be like the other motivational speakers, the other business people, the other entrepreneurs. Um, you want to be successful, of course, but people are going to engage with you, who you are, what your story is, what you've gone through, what you've overcome, how you can help them. You know, be yourself, be authentic. Because at the end of the day, um, there is no peace of mind like it, knowing that you have helped somebody and that people love you for who you are. So be yourself. Don't try to be like anybody else. Take the skills, take the expertise, take the knowledge that can be taught by all of these business people, uh, by all of these successful entrepreneurs, but make sure you never lose the authenticity that is you. And how can people get in contact with you? People can get in contact with me um, via email, and yes, I do check every me email. Uh, my first name is Miyoko, M is in Mary, E-I-Y-O-K-O, at Miyoko Taylor, and that's T-A-Y-L-O-R dot com. They can reach out to me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook um, at Miyoko Taylor. So it's my first and my last name. Also, I have a – I'm excited to say I have a new book launching April the 7th. Mm, exciting. It's called – Find your amazing five steps to transforming your life. I recommend everybody to stay tuned and to grab that book. That book has some of the things that we discussed 
and more within it. It's not just motivational speaking or anything like that. Uh, it will motivate you. It will inspire you. But there are actionable steps in there that will change your life. I promise you that. Fantastic. And of course, we'll put all of Miyoko's contact details on the show notes so that you can click through there and grab a copy of the book when uh, it is released. And of course, to get to the show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash AES188. Thank you so much for coming on the show. You are welcome, Anne-Marie. I enjoyed myself. I hope uh, the listeners got some value and I hope we can do this again sometime. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks again. Are you a specialist who supports small business and you want to increase your visibility, reach and influence with your own podcast channel, but you don't want to handle the back-end management and ongoing promotion of your show? The Ambitious Entrepreneur Podcast Network is on the lookout for a select group of specialists who are ready to become an influencing voice in their industry. So if you're an aspiring podcast host or if you have an existing business-focused podcast and you're looking for ways to increase your exposure, reach and results by leveraging our podcast network platform, let's talk. To find out more, go to www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash podcast host. That's www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash podcast host. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Well, thank you for joining us for another show. I know that you've taken down lots of notes. Please reach out to Miyoko because as uh, he shared in today's show, when you understand what your passion is, when you really know what your talents are, when that all aligns, you really can create the life that you desire and the business that you desire. Now, for those of you who have subscribed to the show, thank you so very much. That means each and every week that we have another show and another guest that we feature, you'll be the first to know. And if you haven't already subscribed, all you need to do is go Go to ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash AES iTunes. Ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash AES iTunes. Have a fabulous week, everyone, and we'll catch you again next week. See you later, Miyoko. See ya. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.